Good morning, everybody. Sorry we're late. It's Nate's fault. He wasn't paying attention to tell me to pay attention to what time it was. <laughs> I'm the fault. So we were having another Friday, just pretty much hanging out with the family flips. Anthony's hanging out in Disney, so he's not here, but he might be jumping in. Hopefully. I just got to see him with Fantasia Mickey, my favorite character. Got my, what do you call it, partner in crime. Nate with us, Joe and Jessica from the Family Flips and Lovely Destiny. You so didn't forget me this time. No, Yay. This time. <laughs> I didn't want to get yelled at two weeks in a row. <laughs> yeah, I, I won't forget. I won't forget again. I guarantee you that. <laughs> Bad, Tommy. Bad. Right, right. You know, so I don't really have any like topic. I just figured we're just going to kind of hang out and enjoy the morning, get, get ramped up and ready to motivate. After the show, we got to head out. We're going to pick up an aquarium with a stand and everything found on Facebook nice. Marketplace. Nice. Uh, I know we are in a very strict time schedule today, so pretty much 10 o'clock, we uh, have to say goodbye. I'm a little, yep. yeah. Not a problem. Not a problem, not a problem. Good morning, Anthony. Nate's going to run through here and tell us who our brownie point winner is for the day. And Welcome everybody in. He's filling in for Anthony on the good mornings. Hit it, Nate. Hold on one second. <laughs> the screen like froze for a second. All right. You ready to write it down? Yes, I did. I got to pull it up here. You scroll up. It says that my notifications keep clicking. There you go. We are so out of sync this morning. I'm sorry. <laughs> we got Steven Scroggins here. He is the brownie point winner today. And second would be Grimes Fines. Good morning, Grimes. Sand Dollar, good morning. Justin. Good morning, Terry Picker. Just me, Kathy. Good morning. Lisa C., how you doing? He's done tasting with peanut butter. Barnick Pest, good morning. <laughs> Amy Marson, Marston, good morning. If I butchered that, I apologize. I'm bad with pronunciation. You're Light, good morning. And we got Craig in the house. Good morning, Craig. Pittsburgh, what's up? He's in Disney. <laughs> the family flips. How you doing? <laughs> DC sells the master of the license plate. What's up? I got to get a license plate. Kelly, the ecom on board. She's close to 200 subs. Whoever isn't. Sub to her, please go check her out. She's awesome with Amazon information and let's get her, let's get her some love. Right. A couple of pickers in the house. They were with Anthony uh, yesterday. No yeah. A couple of pickers. Rob and Lisa. They do a lot of live shows. Very cool couple. <laughs> and we have Michelle Latham. Good morning. Yes, yes, Michelle. Yes. We're almost done. Anthony's getting on a roller coaster now. He should jump in here live on the roller coaster. Why would you get on a roller coaster? Because it's <laughs> Why would you get on a roller coaster? That's what I'm saying. So here's the thing. Like, I'm like the anxiety one that's like, don't do anything for the business. He's like, yeah, let's do it. Let's jump. But when it comes to like actual things like roller coasters, I'm like, yeah, let's do it. And he's like, no. I can't watch suspenseful movies without walking around or doing laundry. <laughs> so one time, listen, my brother and I, we were all on vacation. It was the first vacation that Joe had ever gone. Oh, I blocked out. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> he 
you gave away the story. I but did. No. We, my brother and I, we love roller coasters. We love doing stuff like that. It's so much fun. So we were at a water park, and there was this huge, I don't even remember which water park it was. It was at Smoking Mountains. It was like a resort. Yeah. I can't remember. It's a, It was a, uh, um, what are the places that we always go to? Um, I don't know. Some big hotel. I'll try and find it. Well, yeah. But anyway, there's this huge like slide and it goes down. It's almost like a, a 90 degree drop. And then there's this big like toilet bowl then in the go, middle. Like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. And you do like all this stuff anyway. So it's really dark when you're going down this, this pit of hell type thing that goes going down down down, I mean, down. It's crazy you see nothing at the end of the tunnel and then all of a sudden you're in this big light you toilet get bowl. To it and you like it drops off yeah and i like was like no listen so zach and my brother <laughs> zach and i were like we're like going and i look over and joe is like i'm done have you ever seen those things with the slingshot like roller oh, I love those things. they're like this you know he was things. like that. i was like oh no like i can't lift him and zach, my brother at the time he was very he was he was just Smaller. like, <laughs> <laughs> and ever since then, I have never asked him to go on a roller coaster with me because I don't know what to do if he passes out. Well, <laughs> we we got we got a story. Same water slide. Same water slide. And uh, you can tell him that story, and then I got a pass out story on a ride. <laughs> okay, so they they weighed everybody at the top. They weighed everybody to see who was the biggest, and then second. What do they do? They put the biggest guy in front so that when we go down, he's pushing us. <laughs> okay? It's dark, and I'm screaming, Tommy, Tommy, turn the lights on. Tommy, Tommy, turn the lights we on. We had our kids on. Yeah, the kids were on with us, okay? And the kids are laughing at me. He's like, I can't turn on any lights. All of a sudden, the drop. I screamed so loud, I blew my vocal cords. <laughs> and then, you know, it, it has that drop. And the drop with the water and everything kind of created, you know, it's like a four-person tube. Yeah. That you're in, you yeah. Know? And when we hit that drop, it created like a suction in the hole of the tube. And our daughter is That's so skinny, skinny, she like sucks sucked through. Right through. So she's riding through, oh, literally no. like with her toes touching her fingers. <laughs> and we're trying to lift her up. I got her arm. I'm holding her arm because I'm thinking she's just going to go right out the bottom. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And then what happens as we're doing this because they put him at the head of it. We go all the way around like this and come down. Yeah, I couldn't talk for two years because I blew my vocal cords. Yeah, I did. We went so far up that toilet bowl, it felt like we were just going to fall off and face plant the bottom of it. it was, yeah, never again will he get me on that ride. <laughs> like, I don't know if I should, like, laugh or be, like, terrified. Like <laughs> we, we laugh about it now, but we were terrified then. <laughs> oh, he had to sleep on the couch in the hotel room. I was so mad at him for that. <laughs> no, it wasn't his fault. How dare you, Tommy. The person that put us on the tube, but I blamed him. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was a wild ride. Then my my pass out story was we went to Six Flags, and I'm not a roller coaster person either. I don't trust them. I don't like the sounds they make. I don't none of that, you know. So I just pretty much stay away from. Them. But we were there with a group of people, 
Do you want to go on this Superman roller coaster? You know, and I'm I don't do roller coasters, so I don't watch them. You know, I don't see what they do. It's just not my thing, you know. So, but we're in a group of people, and I didn't want to look like the wimp. So I'm like, all right, bye. <laughs> I'll go on this roller coaster. You know? <laughs> and you go and you sit on it, you know, and you're you're sitting, and it's just got like this thing that you sit on. And your feet are dangling. You're sitting in an upright position. The thing comes down, and all of a sudden, you know, the roller coaster starts. The platform lowers. <sighs> so right then, my heart's just going crazy. You know, like what? What's going on? Then you're sitting in an upright position, but then it tips you. <laughs> you know, and I don't. I don't do heights either. So now you're looking flat at the ground. I mean, you're you're bent over. You have no choice but to look down. He was no longer super bad. <laughs> it goes out of like the platform station starts just clicking up this hill. Tick, 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 tick. Ground's getting further and further away. And we go around <laughs> the first curve and it's a drop. And at the bottom of this drop, there's a curve, but there's also a pull. And it, it just looked like you were going to hit the pole. Last thing I remember was seeing that pole and then waking up on the platform with EMTs because I, I just passed out. <laughs> I just went out. There, there was there was video of it. I was just limp swinging on that thing. <laughs> there's, there's no way. I can understand your 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 dislike for roller coasters. Yeah, it's it's not it's just not my thing. I like stuff that stays on the ground. <laughs> yeah, but that water slide was not on the ground. That thing was mm -mm, nope. Mm -mm. Yeah. And and our daughter, she wants roller coasters. She's all about roller coasters. I'm like, well, you better find somebody to go on with you because I ain't the one. <laughs> Not my thing. Never again. How did how did Don get the roller coaster emojis? I don't know. That's cool though. <laughs> That's cool. All right, Nate, you gotta you gotta have some sort of story. We got I, in the video. I'm, I'm a scaredy cat, so I don't ride very many roller coasters or anything. Especially anything that flips the beard upside down. That might, uh, that might uh, damage the the, the the promise of my mane. <laughs> no, I don't, I, don't, I, really don't, I really don't have any uh, any good stories for roller coasters, to be honest. I don't I don't ride too many of them. I ride like the 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 okay ones are not too crazy, but anything that flips and spins I can't do it. I'm too big to be in there spinning on. No, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll ride like the ones that are just like the normal ones that, you know, you're standing up, you know, you're just sitting normal, but anything has me like spinning and like, like literally upside down, like spinning like this or, you know, twirling. Yeah, that ain't happening. <laughs> He's like, no. I don't blame you. No. My back would probably break. And then, you know, I'm a big guy, so I'm hanging. You know, I, I got to trust the. The uh, the work you know the person that made this and hopefully that it designed to hold a three hundred and fifteen pound guy at six three so yeah I'm not <laughs> trusting that I don't even like I guess I can understand that I don't even like you know we have this like machine at work where it's a high pick machine so it picks picks you up literally up in the air and you're on this platform and you wear this like bungee cord thing like so if you fall like you know it catches you and holds you yeah I don't trust that either I'm not going that either. <laughs> Okay. You know, we live we live Wisconsin Dells, so we're like the, the water park capital of the US, you know. So we got we got tons of different water parks right smack next door to each other. 
And everybody's like, water slides, well, you know, it's a water slide. They're safe. There's water slides there that I, I won't go on, like that one that Jasmine went on. There, there's a water slide that's virtually a, I mean, you're not in a tube, you're nothing. You just go in there, they encase you in this capsule, you stand there, and then, like, they just shoot you straight down. Oh, at, that at Mount Olympus. Yeah. No, and that's it, at Noah's um, Ark. Mount Olympus. Oh. Either way. I mean, you're just standing there, and then the floor just opens up on you, and it drops you straight down, like, yeah. I forgot um, what it is, four stories, five stories or something. Yeah, see, uh, I can't do that stuff. Uh-uh. Ever since I had my last two babies, I get a lot more uh, motion sickness. So it's not really a fear thing that I don't do as much anymore. I don't know hmm. if something changed or what, but like, I mean, even just sitting in the back of a car, like on a long trip, like I'll start getting motion sick, which I never used to have. So anytime I go on any kind of roller coasters, I just feel super nauseous. So I don't do it as much as I used to, but I still liked it when I did it. So. You know, I I get the same thing though. Like in the back of a car, I hate riding in the back of a car. It it does nauseate me. Kind of makes my head feel almost drunky at times. Yep, same. And you look up and like everything's all. Yeah, and I don't understand because I can sit in the front seat and be fine. I can drive and be fine. And you would think that that would induce more motion sickness because you're seeing more. Well, I assume it's probably because in the back, there's a lot less control. Like in the front, like the engine's up there, and so you're kind of like with the engine. But in the back, there's a lot more like turbulence and bumpiness. Like, you know, when you're sitting in the back. Yeah, the that's, that's true. And maybe it is the lack of not seeing what's coming, too. But it doesn't matter. That's, that's what bothers me, I think. Don't ask me to read anything. Don't ask me to put the music on where I have to look at my phone. And, like, I can't. <laughs> I just get so sick. <laughs> It's almost like a claustrophobic type feeling. Yeah. It's, it's weird. You uploaded two videos today. We'll have to watch them. But I'm I'm really insecure in a vehicle anyways if I'm not driving. I just don't trust other people's driving. So I'm a nervous wreck to start with. <laughs> See my wife. Yeah, hence what? If he's in the car, I don't drive. <laughs> I'm okay with that because I don't really care much for driving. She'd be like, you're getting too close over here. I'm like, I know. It's called the the uh, guardrail. It's not supposed to be close. <laughs> it's just that sec like a different viewpoint that you have because you're sitting so close to that side. And I, I drive a little bit fast, but not like NASCAR fast or anything. But you know, I drive fast. But uh, she'll tell me you're getting close over here. I'm like, sorry, as long as we don't hit the wall, we're good. Yep, that's true. So, Maybe that's good for my anxiety, but it's true. We're okay. I'm just freaking out. <laughs> so, like I say, today there's not really a topic. Pretty much open forum. Probably do it like question and answer if anybody's got any questions for for us or the flips or Nate. Um, well, Nate, I, I think everybody in here kind of pretty much knows who you guys are already. But if not, you want to just kind of briefly give them a brief rundown. No, no. no. If you don't know, Joe. <laughs> Joseph, if you don't know who he is, too bad. <laughs> you look so serious, too. That's why Tommy was like, no, oh, okay. I guess not. Because he was like, you. Okay, well, don't ask Joe anything. <laughs> yeah. His answer will be Google it. <laughs> Google it. Go I, tell, I tell Desi that all the time. She'll, she'll ask me something, you know, and I'll. 
is at a time where like I'm trying to focus or concentrate on something. I'm like, you know, you have a computer, you have Google. Leave me alone. Yeah. <laughs> hey, but Gen X Googles it, millennials YouTube it. Mm. Destiny didn't know how to Google. I had to teach yeah. her how to Google. They YouTube it. Yep. I didn't know how to use YouTube either. He had to teach <laughs> me that too. <laughs> I am not good with electronics. Yeah. No, you're not. But no. the sales asked about niching specific stores um, across platforms, and Nate, her having a good conversation. And um, I don't know if you care to hear my two cents or not. Maybe. Um, yeah. But because well, we kind of have done that, so yeah. we could give you some. Um, looking at every top seller, um, whether on eBay or Amazon, there is some type of niching down or up where you get more specialized and more focused the higher you go in sales because it's just you become a subject matter expert in that area to where it's a lot easier for you to source you know what the buying trends are for that specific category or categories like it could be home goods that you know the seasonal trends because you're in a specialized market but if you sold in everything you're probably not going to be able to be as aware of different trends and buying patterns that might exist because the time that you have to really look at your data is going to go down because there are inefficiencies that are created when you sell lots of different categories and items so she wants all the sense yes so um i recommend you know at least i mean in the beginning it's easy to be able to sell a broad category because you're learning and you have all these different things, right? And a lot of people, they say, well, to get more sales, you just list more stuff so that you, you go and you just find as much stuff as you can that will bring the profit margins that you want. And then you just list it all, but it's like a shotgun approach where you're just like the more stuff's out there. So yes, technically you will have more sales because you have more stuff out there but could your money be used better elsewhere with specialized niches or a lot of people, you know, where the big money is made, in my opinion, is in seasonal stuff. Like there are people that, that know the seasonal trends, so they will, they will buy seasonal items uh, to sell because that's when those items sell the most is in during seasonal periods. But there's also, you know, variables in there to consider. Um, but in our experience, the, the the more specialized you get, you get a lot faster listing, you get a lot faster uh, sourcing, uh, which allows you to do a lot more with less time. So, yeah, we uh, we touched on on some of what at the end of what you were talking about uh, yesterday. Like I was talking about um, purchasing, like basically what, like for example, like when Christmas is over, buying the Christmas. You know, stuff yeah. 90%, 75% off, and then just sitting on it. And then, you know, Valentine's Day comes and New Year's, and, you know, you just keep rolling with the punches. Now you need capital to do that, and you don't want to stunt your growth by putting too much of that out there to the point where you don't have any cash flow. But, you know, as you're making some profits and you're growing your business, just buy some or buy what you can without killing your growth. Like maybe, you know, put buy what your profits were for that month or whatever that quarter 
and just stash it away. And then you get to the yeah. point where now you're okay. Now I have all the, the, the best stuff to sell after a year period because you have all the seasons and yeah. all the stuff, you know what I mean? That's it really, honestly, if someone wanted to get in and do this on the cheap and make a lot of money, that's the best thing to do. But you'd have to wait a year to start really, well, not a year, but you know, maybe eight months. Yeah. So that first one comes back around to, to be able to start selling it again. So yeah, you gotta have space and money. Yeah. yeah. And people you who have space and money, money they're making lots of money. Yeah. yeah. Because sure. it just it, it increases your buying power when you have so much more money. Uh, but oh, yeah. also, like if if you're buying in bulk, like if you're sourcing, and you have more specialized niche, you're able to purchase a lot more of the same item at the same time, which is probably going to increase. Uh, the likelihood that you're going to be able to get those items for cheaper uh, because you're, you know, you're the the um, suppliers that you have or the places that you source are more likely to cut you a deal if you buy a lot of the same stuff. But granted, you know, like retail arbitrage or thrifting uh, and picking, that's going to kind of limit that. But like in bulk liquidation buying, that's where the buying power increases. That, that, that's exactly why I want to. <laughs> go in that direction you know I, and i want to change up i want to change up how i sort what i source and and try to get more you know i i have slow times and it, like i said it's, it's yeah. because of what i sell you know fourth quarter slow for me first quarter is my best because of what i sell and then i slow down again in summer so i need to find summer seasonal items that are going to sell in summer right you know? and then get more into the gifty type product for for fourth quarter which i don't do currently do so i, I need to do that i want to eliminate now focus on after four four and a half years of data on where i'm gonna not really have a slowdown period i just gotta find i think i think ebay can be busy all year round if you're selling the right products you just gotta have the products in the right time with the right price yeah. So that that's my goal for the next year. Plus, getting getting into Amazon. I don't know how deep I'm going to dive, but I want to get into it. But I figure I want to master eBay before I I go full force at another platform. Yeah, that's smart. And that's another thing that people will be like sell on multiple platforms. I don't really, for me personally, I'm just going to walk through my process. I don't, I don't recommend it because if you're not a subject matter expert in one one platform and then you spread yourself across multiple platforms, that's just so much more time and energy that you have to focus on three things or four things that uh, you couldn't focus before. Granted, there are tools that are being utilized now like Voot, uh, Vin, Vindu, Vindu yeah. uh, some other things that are allowing the opportunity to be able to take uh, advantage of and, and simplify things. Um, but I wouldn't do it outside of, uh, of that. Um, you know, like it, it, I would stay, you know, to you, if you're going to do that, make sure you find tools, uh, that you can use. It's like when we were selling on Amazon, I forget the, the service that we were using, but we were paying, I don't know, like $150 a month, but it would cross post all of the items that we listed on Amazon into our eBay store. Uh, it would import, granted, it would import the photos that were there. So I don't know how you personally feel about using stock photos. Um, 
you know, I think it would just depend on on you or chat went bye bye. Um, <laughs> um, sorry, I got distracted, but it would uh, <laughs> it would pull all those things in so that we're that way it was taking care of the inventory management for us. To where if we sold it on eBay, then it would take the the inventory down on Amazon and vice versa, and that was a great tool that we we would use. Um, but I, I would say, you know, people who are actually manually listing everything, it would get very difficult. Whereas I bet if you would just, and I, I know why people do it because it, a lot of it, it's, uh, I guess if you're making the decision out of strategy and not fear, it would be okay. But I see a lot of people, they're like, I'm not getting any sales. I'm afraid I'm not going to pay my bills. I'm not going to do this. So you re react to, react to the situation and you try to list as many platforms as possible so it's still that shotgun approach like well if i get it more in front of more people then i'll get more sales hopefully but it still boils down to buying items that people are going to buy during the right periods of time right yeah by by buying those trends too i mean the, not trends but the seasonal stuff you're going to have the hottest like basically like the hottest stuff too so you're going to be pushing a lot of sales and you know you think about it like this like this is how i source sometimes or think about it in a sense of what do people buy all the time or need all the time so if you're looking at like say christmas stuff <clears throat> what stuff do i use every day not just every once in a while every day or what would i use every christmas do i use a certain something on my door do i put do buy more lights do i um you know buy christmas cards do i buy this so those are the items that you know as soon as you get them you know they're basically it's like gold sitting in your house or in your warehouse or whatever that is just waiting to be you know turning right. the cash it, it, so quickly money in the bank you yeah. just got yeah. wait that, that that nine ten months to collect the interest on it yeah i mean it, it's going to be like a high interest like like it's almost like a high interest stock or bond that you're basically buying into because that stuff is just going to fly off the shelves as soon as, you know, September, October, then November, December is just going to go crazy for it. And seasonal stuff is ridiculously inflated. Like it's yes. just yeah. the prices that you're paying for the amount of work and, and labor and materials. It's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. You know, so if you can hold on to it, like you can really do like I, it. Yeah. I bought stuff for, I think last year for like a quarter and I was selling it for $10, like a quarter. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I'll stash a, a thousand quarters in my basement and to make 10 each of them ten dollars even you know after fees and all that you know it's still an amazing turnaround you know for if you think about it like you know like i said about like an eight eight month uh you know holding period or whatever but that is where i'm going to focus in like the christmas lights the cards you know stuff like that and just set it aside like i said don't don't go crazy to the point where now I'm basically waiting for eBay or Amazon to send me money to, to source again or whatever and stop my business. But, you know, add that. So my next year is going to be like, holy cow, like, where did I get all these sales from? And then you're like, oh, yeah, that was from the Christmas stuff or that was from New Year's or that was from Valentine's Day. So Yeah. And yeah. I'll put something out there. We all, as resellers, we are able to do what we do because the consumeristic nature of our culture like we buy way too much stuff in my opinion the data says that like the average american spends 1.5 more percent per year than what they make so like these trends these buying trends they cannot continue like there is going to be at some point in time there will be a recession there will be 
that because our economy cannot sustain the current buying trends with well like we're very much a credit card culture um so like how do you like we have a five-year really plan that we've talked about we haven't really got the nitty-gritty of what we how we're going to get there and how we're going to make the transition but when when people are in recession like they still need they're still going to buy things they're still going to do online shopping they're still going to do those things but what are the things they're going to buy like what what are the things that people are going to buy that they are going to need all the time and those are the items really like for any business person like if you're going to recession proof your business like at some point it's going to have to be items that people need right. not that they want but that they need because people don't need a new cell phone every month or every two months like right. really the set like we the cell phones that we sell they're strategic in that it's it's for a specific group of people that don't have a lot of money like they're 30 40 50 cell phones like we don't sell the expensive cell phones purposely because people can afford these if they break their 200 phone or a thousand dollar phone like oh i don't have a lot of money it's like i can go and buy this 50 dollar phone for it but like just the point of recession proofing your business like you should really think about it because we just we can't continue the trend i mean people on the on the chat are talking you know talking about toilet paper and yeah that that's totally accurate it's going to be hard to ship something that big you know but think about cleaning products soap you know things that are replenishable things that people are going to need to buy on a consistent basis like you know exactly. there's some things that you can buy that people do need but they don't you know, they don't need to be replaced as often. Can you find some things that people would need to buy every one to two months that you can keep on hand that you can easily ship? That's a really great way to recession-proof your business because people are going to be buying that anyway. I'm going to give an example. Destiny picked these up. She, she got a bulk lot of them. The outsell anything in my store, I've had return customers on it. And it's as simple as compression socks. You know, people need them. The, there's people that have to, to have them, you know, to deal with their their swelling and stuff. And th these will sell now, and these will sell in a recession because people have to have them. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And that's, that is something that would be great to have on hand. You yeah. know, but, but Joe and I, we, we'd like to try and find, a, a, you know, we're in the process of, of trying to find um, – you know, 10 or so replenishable items that we can keep on hand um, to be able to sell, especially when, when recession occurs. Yeah. And I'm not trying to strike fear in anybody, oh, it's but it's something to think about. Like uh, somebody has to think about it. Like I know a lot of times we get in our trenches and we just focus on what's in front of us, just trying to survive and trying to pay bills. But like you have to be aware of forecasting trends and like the markers are there for the retail or for the uh, um, real estate market to, to, to tumble because the same patterns of behavior that existed before the last real estate crash are present and are even more than what they were then. So I, things have to change. And I feel like, you know, as, as the middle class, like the middle class in America is getting smaller and smaller. There's really at the current trends in like 20 years, there's going to be two classes of people. There's going to be the wealthy class and the peasants or the poor people. Uh, it's just the way things are going. So people long-term, like they're going to want items 
like I see the the market for used items increasing more and more just because of the value of new items and how much people have to spend on things. So like either new items are going to have to be uh, incredibly cheaper or there's going to be a, a larger market for used items because it's going to be what people can afford. But plus also you've got the millennial generation who's very minimalistic in nature that at some point in time, like the next 10, 15 years, they're going to be the majority of the buying power. Like the millennials are just now coming to the point to where they're buying houses. They're at that age now to where they're not just buying stuff to buy stuff. Right. So like things are, things are changing. So, and that's something to think about like Gen X and, and uh, the baby boomer, baby boomers just buy all kinds of crazy stuff. And uh, <laughs> you know, Gen X kind of does the same thing because they work hard, play hard. So they buy a lot of toys. They buy a lot of gadgets 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 uh, and gid, is it gadgets or gadgets is, well it's gadgets and gadgets yeah that's yeah. it you i don't think you actually say gadgets on its own you say gadgets in conjunction yeah. with gadgets so just my opinion we do a lot of research i don't know if y'all can tell uh but we like to put things together and 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 then test it and see if it you know makes sense and then we come up with all these these things so there you go for you for free because we love you. <laughs> yeah, and you gotta do you gotta do your research, you know. Yeah. And you gotta do your own research. You, I mean, you can watch us. You can you can watch everybody else that's on YouTube, but you still gotta do your research on your own and, and come up with your own conclusions because otherwise, you know, if you if you go by what somebody else says, that could be wrong. What if they're wrong? You know. Yeah. So, then you know you can say, well, I failed because I tried it their way and it didn't work. There's nothing wrong with listening to how different people do it, but you got to do your own research and interpret what's going to work best for you. So you are in control, and if it doesn't work, you're the only one you can blame. Really, you know. Like for example, I had someone comment on one of my videos last night, and it was a link to one of their videos, and it shows people selling used stuff on Amazon. And basically, I don't know if he was calling me out or what he was doing, but he was basically saying that retail arbitrage isn't the best idea for Amazon buying new and reselling, which um, I would say that's definitely false. But um, because, you know, the person going to Amazon, they usually are buying new stuff. Now, you know, 99% nine of the time, they're probably buying new stuff or gently damaged new goods or whatever yeah when we so, were sorry go ahead i interrupt you i apologize it's okay it's uh so they were going at like thrift stores and stuff showing like all these high dollar items like that's available they can do that but that's not the the majority of the people that are shopping on the, on the platform are looking for uh, a used collector's item that you know they're, they're putting on there or whatever but you know it is something in a, in a good viable way of making income or whatever so but at the same time, it is a good option because millennials don't go to eBay. They go to Amazon. Right. Like when we were selling Amazon, we were selling everything is used and we were selling thousands of dollars a week used items on Amazon. So like there is a huge market on Amazon for used goods, uh, but people don't. It's hard. Like Amazon doesn't want to be known for that. So they kind of make it harder. But right. it's, it's still a viable. And I don't I don't know exactly what was said. But it's still like selling used goods. I would say it'd be dangerous going to thrift stores uh, and buying used goods and selling on Amazon because it's you know 
showing a receipt and this and that. Like it's right. it's dangerous. It's not something I would advise people to do, but you can make lots of money doing it. I wouldn't do it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I I know that you can, and I know that it's it's a viable mm. option. But considering we are still banned from Amazon, uh, I would never recommend somebody do it because we were selling, you know, items that we couldn't verify where we got the items from because we bought them off liquidation ballots. Right. So I'm not, you know, I would never suggest it, um, but it is possible. Oh, that's my range. Yeah, like the, the person just dropped a link basically on, on the, one of my comments for an RA video. And I don't know if they're just trying to get exposure or what the situation was, but, you know, I just... I just, like that uh, yeah, I just, yeah, I just, I, I just told him like, you know, as a, then like you said, you know, I look at the data and I look how Amazon works. They're pushing brand new items because the customer is going to be more satisfied with a new item nine out of ten times. Even though the the only thing would be price wise, okay, it's going to be a good item, but you know, maybe have a little box damage. But they rather give that perfect item or have a chance for that perfect item to the customer because that's what the customer wants when they, you know, that's what they expect when they purchase it. So like they don't push use unless like use is like the only thing on the listing or the price is like so low that, you know, it would actually be in the buy box. So, you know, as a, as a person who wants people to do well, you know, I am on Amazon and everything else because of that data. That's why I always, and, and this is stuff that I do. I go retail arbitrage. I'm buying stuff brand new. And I'm sending it in as brand new because that's what Amazon wants. They want basically brand new items. But, uh, you know, you can't sell you stuff. I don't want people to think that they can't. But just make sure, like you guys said, you have to have the receipts and, yeah. you know, make but sure everything. But at some point, Amazon, I feel like, will push back on that because technically the chain of custody has been broken. Right. And uh, I feel like with the more exposure that, you know, you got Rizzy Resell's video, uh, Chris Anderson interview on CBS that came out recently. Uh, and then other other exposure. it's becoming more mainstream especially when you got gary v uh mm -hmm. talking about flipping all the time like at some point amazon's gonna change their things to appear as though they are doing things to prevent it but at the same time amazon doesn't want to because uh why would they they've got all these minions who are going out there buying stuff from the stores and bringing it to the warehouse themselves so that they don't have to and uh but like some things will change. I feel like, I don't know, this is my opinion. I feel like the best thing that would happen to retail if Amazon stumbled uh, and uh, another uh, online marketplace was able to improve tremendously. I feel like it would be a better experience for everybody because Amazon, at the end of the day, they don't really they don't like, have competition. They don't, they don't have any competition. Right. Uh, so like they don't really have, really have to take care of sellers, uh, buyers, they'll try and take care of, but the sellers, they really don't have to that much, which is the backbone of the company. But right. at the same time, with the way that they're doing business, they're pushing more and more sellers out and they're just, they're making the product themselves and, and cutting out, uh, the middle people, uh, in essence, more and more. So like, I don't know, I feel like it'd be best if Amazon took a big stumble uh or uh they got hit with some uh um i forget what the what uh what was it when microsoft uh like monopoly huh yeah they had a monopoly yeah yeah there, there is some talk that you know mono or there might be some type of monopoly going on with the government when uh, amazon like they're going after them sort of so they're trying to um they're trying to 
basically you know look into seeing if they're they have to break up the company or not and yeah. you know like competition is the best for business and for the consumer and everyone because now you have somebody and it would be best for us like i agree like i hope amazon doesn't stumble but i hope somebody pops in you know kind of battles them out because not only that like like you said like if amazon you know keeps growing 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 they're going to be the only dog left in the show and they're going to be having all the power versus now i have another platform i can go to and i can it go against amazon you know so yeah, yeah. So no, I, I agree. I agree 100%. Earlier, Lisa asked about liquidation.com. Um, we have purchased from liquidation.com many pallets. We've had some good experiences. We've had some not so good experiences. Uh, we've had good and bad experiences with just about every uh, pallet liquidator that we purchased pallets from. Uh, I think it's more about personal experience with how you experienced it, where your emotions were at, how much money was lost, how willing they were to work with you individually during those times. Um, so like, I, I know you were asking about our opinion about liquidation.com. It's a, a viable way to purchase pallets where you can make money at. Uh, they have issues just like anybody uh, has issues. Uh, we always prefer smaller liquidators uh, that, that aren't really you they're not when you google them they're not the paid advertising ones they're like local places that don't really advertise there's a lot of those that are out there that we've had our luck with them more because of the personal relationship that you can build with the individual sales people from those companies because that's where especially like for us since we can't drive anywhere i mean we could but it's a long drive um that's where a lot of the good the good deals can come from is through that relationship building to where they know what you're looking for so that they can recommend and they can find specific pallets or when they even they get them in they could say hey i've got this pallet in i know that you like these items uh this pallet has a lot of those so I need to remember to make that list of questions for you guys. I told you guys once that I was going to do that. So I'm going to make sure that I do that so you guys can start building relationships with these liquidators out there. I think that is a big deal. And, you know, it's not necessarily about being lucky. There are some videos. I, I know that there's videos out there. I know I've posted a couple of videos um, about, like, what to look for when you're shopping for, um, you know, pallets and things like that. There are things that you can do to lower the risk. Um but it's just not a guarantee. And so every time you it's, you, oh, it's so loud. Sorry, those phones going crazy. Somebody bought something. That's a good crazy. But you know, I'm 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 just saying, like having conversations with actual people instead of just the one or two pictures that are on the on the thing that aren't, aren't even really that great. Um, two pictures. It's the, always two pictures. I mean, I've seen pallets that have like two pictures and the box is closed, so you can't even see inside. You know. So this is when like building those relations, having those, you know, you know, I know it's a little nerve wracking for some people, but I think it's really important if you want to yeah. I don't know who this is. <laughs> but yes, so that's what I'm saying. I'm just saying that there's always gonna be a risk with anything related to pallet flipping, but I think that a big part of it is is having conversations and who are you telling to be quiet? Google. Google. <laughs> yes. So 
I'm not saying that liquidation.com is not good. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that you'll never have a bad experience with liquidation.com. I'm just saying that, you know, do your due diligence, do your research, talk to people. And I will come up with those questions for you guys. I will, I will have that and I'll give them to Tommy so he can give them to whoever. Liquidation.com, unless I'm confusing it with a different company, aren't they more of a broker for different people that are liquidating things? Kind of. Uh, but so is direct liquidation and B stock. Uh, sorry, let me turn that off for you guys. <laughs> I I look at B stock a lot, and you know with their their, I don't know how how it exactly works with them, but like the the Walmart liquidations and the Home Depot liquidations that that all kind of run through B stock. I I look through them because they have. One of their liquidators are are fairly close to me, so shipping would be cheap. You know, I don't like that location. The one in Wisconsin. You know, it's it's actually the the one in Wisconsin doesn't doesn't come up with a lot of a lot of stuff for me. The, the one that I always look at is right in Indiana, which isn't okay. that. There's a bunch in Plainfield and Garfield, Indiana. Yeah, those are the ones that I'm usually looking at. I mean, I did have one. We had one that was just up in Plover, which is literally, I could have picked it up. It was 45 minutes from us, and uh, I don't know what happened. I think I forgot about it. Like, it was it was an auction pallet. Yeah. And forgot about it. We got busy or something, and I, I, missed, I missed it. And it went cheap, too, and it was all brand-new merchandise. It was shelf bolts. And, oh yeah, nice. Yeah, and it, it wasn't even like it was seasonal shelf bowls. It was just general there everyday. Was, there was toys, health and beauty. There was yeah. You know, yeah, all kinds of stuff. And I kicked myself in the butt. So now I actually put in when auctions are going to be ending about an hour before. I put it in my little digital calendar here with an alarm to tell me, "Hey, check this auction." So, yeah, glad I did. I got a I got a wave. Anthony was seeing the Fantasia Mickey and he waved Mickey Mouse waved to the bargain effect on live on Anthony's stream. <laughs> that was so cool. That's funny. Scott, yeah. are you you are you selling used items or are you selling new items on your own website? He made a comment about selling more on his own website and uh, which I recommend. It's it's more costly to get set up. There's different uh like with shopify they have a um an extension that you can download that will import your ebay listings into shopify uh but the only confusion confusing part that i have found that i have to do a little more work on is relation to the item description because shopify is really set up for only new items uh so you have to put some specific verbiage in the item description in your eBay field so that when it imports it into Shopify, like the top line in the Shopify description shows that this item is used and it's in this condition. So, but it is free. You could do that. Shopify, it's it's something you have to pay for, uh, but it's something that you could you could do. So, and that's, I mean, with Scott, for, for some that you do, I would recommend doing it because- uh, For sure especially with facebook ads and all of that like it's a no-brainer to do uh plus they're your own customers they're not amazon or ebay's customers 
Lisa, where do you live? I don't know if you're comfortable answering on air. Like, what state? Um, I think maybe you're on the East Coast somewhere. I can't remember. You see, as it sells daydreams about liquidation trucks, like most women daydream about spotting. <laughs> that is me, too. I'm like that. I was actually like, Joe and I were actually kind of having like this little mini daydream of like setting up like a flea market where we could get other like booths in there and like then, a reseller collective. Yeah, type thing. And I don't know. We were just doing something. We were just talking yeah. about that. I got me thinking, well, we've talked about it before. And then, but then uh, uh, Blake was talking about it uh, on his live stream. I guess yesterday, Walter Blake, WBK Ultra, uh, was talking about a similar idea. So it, it, it kind of re-sparked the idea in me. And like a big part of what we would like to do with it is just be able to buy truckloads, uh, but kind of have like a collective, almost like a flea market. People would have their own uh, booths or areas that they, they would have. And then we could teach them how to resell. We could teach them how to resell and uh, kind of have workshops and stuff there. Um, so that's cool, Scott. Yep. He's got eight trademarks in our brand. Oh, I missed it. Brand verified with Amazon. That's cool. Stewart, Florida. I don't know where I'll, I'll have to look at that Lisa and see if I can't find some liquidators in Florida. I know there are some that you can go to that. You could probably get some pretty good deals. Um, especially if you're in South Florida, then you're going to want to buy local because unless you order from bulk. Um, but I know what's that, uh, Amazon picker, the people in St. Louis. Oh, um, St. Louis. Are they, is it the, uh, the, the girl, the lady? Yeah. Uh, hooked on, hooked on, picking. hooked on picking. Uh, I don't know if y'all have seen her channel. Uh, she does lots of unboxing. They buy lots and lots of goods. Uh, they do lots of bulk. They like, if you want to know about particular pallets from like bulk, or liquidation or direct liquidation, they buy a lot of pallets uh, and uh, you can get a good idea of, of different stuff if you watch their channel, but it's hooked hooked on bacon. Yep. So awesome. Yeah, Lisa, there's some places down there that I know of. Uh, I'll, uh, I think we're friends on Facebook. Um, I'll get them to you. I'll look. If we're not friends, I'll try and find you. But there's some places that I know of down that area uh, that you might, if you, you may have already found them, I don't know. I just went over and subscribed to Hooked on Pick and I'm looking at their videos and I dropped their link in chat too to make it easy for people. Awesome. Hey, I appreciate that. That's awesome. Yeah. So I'm going to check them out. I, I love the palette unboxing. And yeah, she, unboxing. she does a lot, a lot of videos with that. Yeah. She even was able to yeah. pick up um, some inventory from the warehouse, which they were, were at the time when she did the video. It was like a, a special thing that they did for her because they didn't let people pick up stuff with their own trucks and stuff like that. So they let her do it. They interviewed the people in the warehouse, how they come up with the pallets and all types of stuff like that. So. Yeah, I've I've seen that video. I've watched that. She, uh, you know, if you do, if you want to do anything liquidation, um, you know, she really breaks it down with. Uh, I think it's bulk.com She does with I yeah. think. Yeah, I yeah. think that's what it was. So Destiny just pointed out we're scrolling through the videos, and Destiny pointed out we we watched her before uh, where she was unboxing a bulk pallet in her carport two years ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, now she is. Rhythm because I wasn't subscribed to her two years ago, but it popped up and I was watching it. That's weird. That's crazy. 
And you were subscribed well, to her. She, she's, yeah, I was subscribed to her. I don't know how I got unsubscribed because I didn't subscribe to that pal. But that that particular video has nine hundred and fifteen thousand views. Yeah, it was is, a it was a fun box. Too. It's crazy. Like when you think about like, it's almost got a million views. So that that video has made her probably twelve, thirteen, fourteen thousand bucks. Crazy. Just the video. Off of one pallet, the pallet probably cost her six hundred bucks. So, like, when you get that many subscribers and you you get videos like, and it's a fifteen-minute video, it's, it's can, only a fifteen-minute. Yeah. And, and the reason why I remember is because I I made the comment, "Wow, she is short, just like I am." And trying to watch her get into that <laughs> box was like, like having a balance on the edge. <laughs> but I was like, "Oh, that's what I would look like if I did that." Oh boy. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if you're making money like that, you can almost buy the pallets, them the goodwill, and just make the money on the videos. I'd be buying them by the by the by the barge. You know what I mean? I just, just come back right up, and I'd unload it by hand if I had to make that much money. I mean, you have to, you know. Ultimately, you know, like it'd be dumb not to. If you're making that much money per video, right? Stupid not to. Okay, um, Eric thinks that Tommy posts his own link. What you have to do is you actually have to hover over the link. You might have hit the three buttons instead. Yeah. It's kind of tricky sometimes in chat, if you're, especially if you're on your phone. Yeah, I just checked it. It goes, it goes to hook on Pickens page. Yeah. I've, I've looked at a lot of pallets on Bulk, and I can't remember the other website I use. Um, I, fi I find the profits to be... You know, at, at, when I'm comping, maybe I'm just looking at the wrong pallets, but um, I, I find them to be very, you know, minimal profits on them. You know what I mean? Where I'm spending, um, say, $500, and then because of the shipping, the shipping is what kills, you know, the whole situation. That's why, I like, you know, I always talk about buying power. Like, I want to get, like, say, me, Anthony, possibly, like, Suburban Beard and my uh my flipping life we're all from like sort of the same area and if we could buy like a trailer full of product i mean we would get pallets for a lot cheaper than you know the profit we would make the profits based on basically what we save on shipping because the shipping cost more one pallet is like i think 200 dollars a pallet or something like that two three hundred bucks um so that's it's it's tough but i mean if you find some stuff like like now, after Christmas, you'll see a lot of Christmas stuff. And I always look at it like, oh, this is junk. Now I have a different view of it because I'm starting to think of the whole, you know, stash away situation. So and that's why when I'm looking at the liquidation, you know, I look, I sort it by distance, you know, so the closest ones come up first because, you know, I got a trailer that I can go grab if it's within driving distance. You know, even I'll, I'll travel two, two and a half, three hours if it's going to save me you know, a few hundred dollars in mm. shipping, you know, because I can go grab four pallets at a time. Yeah, depending on the site, it's either, they either do a flat rate or you might be able to negotiate a better rate. Yep. But it's mostly like a flat rate that they already have set up with their own, you know, deals with other companies and they just, you know, to make it easier to sell that pallet, they just do a flat rate, no matter if you live a block away or or a thousand miles away, right? 
But that's the only thing that's kind of had me, like, at this kind of stance to what pallets where I'm like, I'm not really going to look at them right now. Maybe if I was full-time, I, I mean, I'm looking at, I'd look at all types of different venues, but that would be the one reason why I haven't pulled any trigger because I even looked at the cases where they'd reduce the shipping or the the price down to like uh, 60%, you know, and there's a little more money there, but it's, it, the inventory is a little, um, you know, it, it would be inventory that I feel that would sit on the shelf a lot longer. It's not in high demand. Just showing that that Anthony Pittsburgh is checking in here. <laughs> Says we're totally drenched. <laughs> he's waiting. For, he's waiting for Jabaka. He, he got a full of body Nate beard. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta you gotta tell him to get some lion tamer in there. Tell Jabaka you better better lion tamer it up. I just shared a link uh, in the chat. It's for a video I did earlier this year for a product sourcing 101 group. Um, they're kind of like a collective um, where they have a lot of different liquidators uh, that are representative there. Granted, they pay. I don't know how much these people pay, uh, but I know that Rob and his wife, they develop relationships with these different uh, liquidators uh, and, and they offer a lot of good things there's a lot of deals that run on that on that product sourcing 101 group but in the group there's lots of different tools like if you're looking for a liquidator in your state they have a spreadsheet of liquidators for the different states so if you haven't uh in that in the video is, is the description up top so you can you can go to it i'm not posting the video for you watch the video you can if you want to it's mainly just so that you can get that description uh, or that that link to the uh, the Facebook group, uh, but they're a good group. They're good people. They're very helpful. Um, I do also know that they have like a a paid uh, membership that you can do to where you have access to I don't know thousands of reviews uh, that people have done for the different liquidators that are out there. So like if you want to know what what liquidators are say or what pallet flippers are saying about these different liquidators uh then you might want to look at getting that that membership uh because there's lots of useful reviews that are in there uh but if you're serious about pallet liquidation you want to know more about it you got questions that that group will help you out so like anybody got any questions for us because we're on a time crunch today so we're fixing to have to get off but if anybody has one or two uh questions we'd be happy to answer those before we get off yeah we currently got our flea market booth we got all the fixtures and everything in there but we got to price everything and get it in there hopefully have it done by this afternoon so that we will be set up by the weekend so pretty pretty stoked kind of nervous if any of y'all got tips on flea market booths we will gladly take them because we are not really quite sure what we're doing <laughs> so we'll see mm. <laughs> See, we we had a flea market booth for two years, but we had like the the weekend flea market booth. We actually had to attend, be there, you know, sell our spend the days there, and we ended up giving that up because it was so time consuming. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't do it otherwise. If we if we had to be there, I wouldn't do it. Uh, yeah. But I don't mind. And uh, I mean, we do Facebook sales anyway, so we can plan it and time it where we can integrate how we sell on Facebook marketplace with the flea market 
that's kind of what we're working with um, restocking after the weekend and before the weekend so we're kind of trying to uh trying to figure all that out yeah our goal is to do a thousand bucks if we can start doing a thousand bucks a month uh that will buy a pallet a particular pallet that we want that would keep it stocked every month by far uh and would give us lots i mean it would probably uh, they've got these Amazon small box pallets, but they got the new ones that are six feet tall, um, that there's probably about 1500 items on them that you can get for about 900 bucks, um, that we would stock about 70% of that pallet would go in the flea market booth that we'd sell for like two bucks. And then the other 30% we would sell on eBay. Uh, but there's so much money in those pallets. It's crazy how much money is in those, but it's so much stuff. It's so much stuff. So if uh, the flea market booth works and we can sell those items and, and buy one each night, like it could easily be like a uh, a four or five thousand dollar profit uh, extra per month just from the one pallet. That's nice. That's real nice. See, we have a couple of those those places. The here they don't they don't call them like flea markets or whatever. What what do they call them? Like they call them antique malls, even though there's people yeah. in there not selling antiques. Yeah, it's the same. Yeah, but there's, and I, I'd love to do something like that, but they're they're too far from us. I mean, I think the closest one is like an hour. Well, we had that and one on Main Street in Friendship. Not that one. That was that junk, was. Though. They <laughs> called it. Well, they called it an indoor market. Yeah, and, and, and they closed. So and you know, they closed <laughs> <laughs> because. But, but there's a there's yeah. a town. It's about an hour and 15 minutes away from us. They have three of them. We just went through that Glen Glenville or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they have three of them. But that's that's quite far to run and constantly check your stock. You know, Princeton. And I wish they had a closer one. Now, after we move, we move into the area that, that we're looking to. Then it would only be like 25 minutes away, which would definitely be worthwhile to run over there twice a week or something. You know? Yeah. Reseller King and us are going to be neighbors. Where? Are you? Oh, yep. We're at in Arkansas. I don't. You probably don't want to say in chat. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Central Arkansas or like northwest? I don't know where else you'd want to move. That's Arkansas. pretty much it. Where, where Arkansas has high speed internet. <laughs> I mean, I mean, a three three houses down has high speed internet. <laughs> On the other side of the the other side of the main road, they've got high speed. I don't wow. know why. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, but that's crazy. Reseller, that, reseller that, man, and reseller king are my lame friends. I know you guys have seen it. People are like, "You're not lame." No. I'm like, it's, <laughs> "Just trust me." Like they don't mean it like that. We just, I made it. I was on a live video and I, I was making a joke and then it just stuck. So now we're just lame friends. And everybody's allowed to be a lameo. You guys are. You can be a self-professed lameo, and we're all lame together. Right? Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Justin, I'm not lame. I'm lame. Have I'm you, have you, proud of it. Have you seen me and talked to me? Like, I'm not lame. <laughs> Anyways, we appreciate y'all. Let me, we appreciate you. <laughs> we appreciate y'all. Well, <laughs> well, I do got one, one question for you. Yes. I am trying to find this liquidator list in that group i was actually part of the group didn't even realize it. i had my notifications just set on default so i wasn't seeing much from it but i can't find the the list in their files do you know what it's called he's looking it up 
Okay, if we can find it real quick. They may have changed it since the units. I know it's on their, let's see. Um, I mean, looks like they have a lot of good information. They may have moved to their website uh, or files. Let's see, files. Um, and maybe the PS 101 Community Partner League PDF. In files, I don't know, maybe. Yeah. I can't pull it up. Look up uh, in files. Yeah, I'm there. Where it says P P S one zero one partner category list. Yep. Okay. And then I think that breaks it down into into different categories and then states. If not, then check out productsourcing101.com. Okay. And uh, they've got lots of information there too. And we're actually, we're going to be featured in their 2020. Uh, they have a liquidation guide that they do. It's a uh, um, pretty good guide, but we're going to be featured in that this next year. And uh, I don't know why I'm typing it there. Um, I don't know what I'm doing. I was talking about <laughs> I got distracted. <laughs> I can't multitask. I get like that. I get so focused on something and then I lose where I was at. Yes. I understand it. But I guess that's it. Anybody got any other questions? Thank you for coming. <laughs> Always. I enjoy having you guys on Fridays. Now I look forward to the Friday show. Oh, we have fun. I enjoy it. It's always fun to connect and learn and glean from everyone. So we love it. Thanks for having us. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And I hope everyone's sales this weekend are, are, are good. Um, and that, uh, it's good for everybody. Everybody needs sales. Yeah. eBay, eBay's been holding its own lately. Oh, are are, are you sure though? eBay's not broken. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I don't know. Like, um, I'm gonna get them fired up before you guys leave. <laughs> it's weird. eBay is so sporadic. You know us. <laughs> um, when was it? Was today Friday? Uh, yesterday was crickets for us. We did like 400 bucks and that's crickets for us. And then like on Tuesday, we did over a thousand bucks in sales between our stores. And, uh, then Wednesday was, you know, but like Thursday, then it was like, nobody bought anything yesterday. I mean, I actually, I did have a direct sale. I've got buyers that will, they'll look on eBay, tell me what they want. And they will negotiate. So I did have like a $350 sale from a direct buyer yesterday but on ebay it was it was pretty silent yesterday on ebay uh for us which is weird uh but today i think we've done like two three hundred bucks already um so it's just it's weird it's weird it's yeah, right. no rhyme or reason um no rhyme or reason and that's retail that happens yeah. i mean when i when i worked in retail we had random really slow days too yeah resource oh, yeah. blame, blame tommy just blame tommy on sale. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. We were sitting in the parking lot at the grocery store watching you guys, and I literally thought I was I was laughing so hard I thought I was gonna pee myself. People were going in the store like they're parking next to us, you know, and they're looking at us because we're just sitting there in the truck, just sitting laughing, you know, staring at something, you know. <laughs> and we come out of the store and we're still sitting there just staring at something, you know. They're probably wondering like, 
what was wrong with us. You know, and we, we live in a pretty drug infested town and a lot of people OD in that parking lot. And I think a lot of people like, thought, man, these people are just doing drugs in their car or what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I was like, we got to go to the store before we get like a white. They call the cops on you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Blame it on YouTube, reseller king. Just blame all the YouTubers. Uh, who make videos about what's saturate the market? Nate did it. Uh, and uh, then you've got all this stuff that's overpriced, and then they don't they just teach you what's sold, they don't teach you how to price things or how to take good pictures or how to make good descriptions or any of that. Just blend on the YouTubers, uh, reseller Hashtag King. Tommy's yeah. fault. Yeah. There we go. I'm gonna start using that. I'm gonna make a shirt. That's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> I'm gonna make it, that hashtag go out there. Viral. Oh boy. Oh no. boy. Anyways, we're out of here. We appreciate y'all. Y'all have fun. a good weekend. Be blessed. You Bye, too. Bro. There we go. All right. I got to run back upstairs and check on the kiddos. Make sure they got their stuff and they're ready because we got to go after. Yeah, we'll probably shut it down here in, I don't know, 15 minutes or so because, yeah, we got to run. We'll get that aquarium. Bye, everybody. Much love. Bye, Des. Yeah, I got three orders on eBay going on. I got, uh, I sold that, uh, this dog figure. twenty-seven seventy-seven plus shipping. I bought for three bucks at, at a estate sale. I bought, or I have a, a Star Wars, um, oops. I have a Star Wars um, Imperial TIE Fighter that was uh, one of those uh, retro from Kenner, new in the box for 35 bucks, and uh, I sold two vintage, uh, they're like the Campbell Soup, uh, like holiday vehicles, and I had my first merch sale, D from Flipping Particles. Uh, purchased a mug, so these thank you very much. And why have you on my mind? I will also plug your show because I always forget. Everyone, check out D12 o'clock Eastern. She has a great show. Ox should be hanging out there because Ox should be home for once and can actually sit and chat and talk and everything like that. So you will see the beard and chat. But my, uh, yeah, my sales on eBay have been kicking up. I I had to kick back a sale just uh, because it, it turned off, I guess, this morning because I, I set it that way for some odd reason. Usually I have it uh, end at midnight or whatever, and it randomly ended it like in the middle of the morning. So I had to turn back on because I had a bunch of offers like just pop up this morning. So there's some interest in more of my stuff. So hopefully some more people uh, are purchasing some stuff on uh for Christmas. See, I showed these compression socks earlier. Since I showed them, I sold two on Macari to two different people and one on eBay. Really? Yep. How many of those did you have? Well, as fast as they're selling, I'll probably be out by early, early week next week. That's why I'm sharing it because I know I'll run out before people are going to run out and buy it and get it listed. But this, was not a, this wasn't a retail arbitrage. We actually picked these up at a rummage sale. And we picked up uh, two, I forgot, what, a whole crap ton of them. 
and it came out to a quarter a piece. And I'm selling them. What the heck am I selling them for? Twelve dollars plus shipping, which is first class shipping. Jenny, uh, Jenny asked where my merch is. It's on eBay, or you can uh, message me on my Facebook page. If you message me on my Facebook page, it'll be ten percent cheaper than it would be on eBay because I'll just pass the eBay savings along. Uh, but I'll, sh I'll pass my link out in chat here so everyone, if they want to check it out. I got four different things in there. I have a color-changing mug, I have a regular coffee mug, and then I have a t-shirt and a hoodie. And then I'm going to get some stickers made up here shortly. Uh, we'll probably get that done today. I'll have Tommy make a bunch of those so I can start putting them in orders and stuff. And you, Can you do business cards too, Tommy? You know, I can do business cards, but I'll tell you, it, it'd be cheaper for you to go through Vistaprint. Vistaprint's going to be able to give you a lot better deal than, okay. than I can. Even if I said, oh, I only want to make pennies on it, I still can't beat the, the cost for me. The only reason I do my own business cards is because when I see, like, the business card paper at, like, the thrift stores and stuff like that, I grab it up. But to actually try to produce them for somebody, I can't do it profitably and still give you a good good price. So Vistaprint, I find to be the best for business cards. Yeah, I'm not, I got to get some done because I, I want to, like we are talking about yesterday, just passing out your business card and, and getting some connections in you know, the local area scene. And, you know, possibly, you know, if I'm out like at a garage sale and I know this guy or somebody has a, collection or something he just doesn't want to get rid of it right now i'm able to pass my card over and uh you know get those um you know just get those contacts and it just looks better you know what i mean like i know someone would be like yeah i want to uh, they want to buy like a couple grand worth of inventory but they don't have like a business card or they make it sound like they're they're just a business but they don't seem business like it's going to make me worry right. You know, and I hand out card to everybody I meet, even if it's not reseller related, you know, and I know probably realistically 80% of them cards hit a garbage can. But, you know, it's it's that small percentage that, that makes it worthwhile that pay for the cards over and over, you know. So, yeah, you want, you want to do that, just just get it out there. I think a card does show that you're, you're a serious buyer. You're not just some dude in your basement. Saying, hey, I'm looking for some stuff to buy. Yeah, I don't want to make it seem like I got a, a uh, you know, a bang bang in my beard or something that I'm going to go and uh, rob somebody. I want to look very professional and, you know, because you know, I, I do run And that's why we put, that's why we, we, we did the vinyl and put the bargain effect on the truck, you know, on, on my Explorer. Actually, you know, it's not a, it's not a great looking truck. I mean, it looks all right. It's not horrible. It's not a ghetto vehicle or nothing, but right. it's got some surface rust and stuff. But I think it looks when I'm going to talk to somebody about buying stuff in bulk, especially if it might be somebody I might buy from repetitively, it, it looks more professional if I have branding on my vehicle and hand them the same branded business card and wear branded merch. You know, it's like, well, okay, this dude's really a business, you know. Right. Like, yeah, that's exactly. I want to, you know, instead of this being just like a, a side hustle, I really want to make it feel, look, and, and be a business. You know what I mean? And 
The only way I could do that is just by doing things like this and putting the money out there for business cards. And, you know, I'm going to have, have some gear here shortly I'm waiting for it to, to hit. And then, uh, you know, I'll be, I'll be official. Like, I guess <laughs> that'll be my, that'll be my business attire. <laughs> right. You know, and you know, Destiny's been pretty busy. She's she's been busy with making shirts. She surprisingly has way more people ordering shirts than I expected for the amount of like I'm not doing any marketing. We don't have them in our Etsy store yet. They're all word of mouth orders. And uh I was I, I'm really surprised, but it's like I told her I says, Hey, you want to make me some merch? You know, I'm I'm sitting here talking about it and I have like one piece <laughs> you know? it's like i had to make my own cup last night i was like damn i want a coffee cup <laughs> so i mean i had to make my own i squeezed in there i was like i'm, I'm getting a piece of merch man right. i got everybody else's i sit here i drink out of anthony's cup which is cool i like doing that but i was like damn anthony's even got a cup i'll have my own damn cup <laughs> people have bought tbe cups for me i ain't got a cup <laughs> <laughs> that's a good way to to promote, you know, what you do, and yeah, you know, people could see what it looks like. See, I got my, this is the one shirt that I do have. <laughs> it's like I need some shirts, I need some hats, I need some cups, I want some socks. <laughs> I don't know why I want socks. I don't want socks, but we can do socks for people that do want them. Yeah, they they have, they have like a there's like a long list of things that you that, you know you could get made, and some of the stuff like crazy like uh there's like shoes you can get done and stuff and uh i was gonna put the the the, the air beard ones <laughs> yeah yeah it was, every kind of cool me you never know i mean it don't hurt to have it i can't remember what brand they are they're like martins or something like that so yeah you kind of look like a, a what uh a knockoff uh chuck taylor right I can't remember what it looked like. It was either that or like sort of. I thought they were boots at first, but they. I don't know. I have to go back and look at them. Amazon's been dead today. I was hoping that uh, it would really kick up now because of uh, you know it's starting to get really short in the, the season here for Christmas. And uh, oh, yesterday wasn't too bad of a day, I guess. I guess whenever you have like a four hundred dollar day, and then you have like a I think yesterday was like a two hundred dollar day. It's like, it's like a little bit of a disappointment, but just, just how to cook crumble sometimes. I'm just, I'm excited to be able to go out and get some clearance deals soon. I love the after, after the Christmas last year. I killed it last year. But sadly, there was a couple things I just sent into Amazon that were, that were uh, items that were from last January that are actually selling for decent money now. So. Eric says his Amazon's on fire. Yeah, Jen, we're uh, Jenny. We're gonna do a uh, hang up today. Um, I'm gonna say three o'clock probably is when uh, uh, we'll probably do it. Are you are you gonna be available today, Tommy? Uh, yeah, I gotta pick up that aquarium one o'clock our time, and then after that, you know, the plate there. It's about forty five minutes away, so. Anytime after two, I can guarantee to be back by like okay. two o'clock our time, which is what three o'clock your time. Yeah, yeah. And then in it to flip it says he'll buy a cup. So like I said, they can go. On. What do you? What do you? What are your cups selling for, Nate? 
Um, I think they were ten ninety nine plus shipping, so I think it was uh sixteen ninety nine. I think it was for the. Let me double check. I think it was sixteen ninety nine for the regular cup, and then the color changing. I think was twenty. I think. Let me double check. Okay. Yeah, the regular cup was is eleven ounce cup for ten ninety nine, plus shipping. It's at sixteen ninety nine, and where's the other cup at? And then the color changing one, they, there's two different versions. There's a a 15 ounce and there's 11 ounce. 11 ounce is uh, 14.50 plus 5.50 shipping, and the 15 ounce is fifth. I'm sorry, the 11 ounce is 14.50 plus 5.50 shipping, and the 15 ounce is 15.50 plus 5.50 shipping. So depending on what you want, there's a two different options. The bigger one's only an extra dollar. All right. So I do I do twenty dollars shipped on my mugs, and uh, what I'll do today for the anybody wants a mug today, anybody orders a mug today, I'll do seventeen bucks for this mug right here. Yeah, eleven ounces like uh, these are eleven ounce. Right it's like here. a normal it's a normal size cup. The the fifth uh, fifteen would be like you know the yeah, they're they're a bit, bulky, bit taller, a bit rounder. I don't have any fifteens. You want a 15, you have to buy from Nate. <laughs> but I do these. I'll do these 17 ship today only, though. If anybody wants one, just email me at thebargaineffect at gmail.com. Otherwise, we normally get $20 out the door shipped. So you get three bucks off. Yeah, I ship mine four four ninety nine flat. You know, if I if it goes out to California, it's like five and a quarter. If it's close, it's four seventy five. Or we do a four ninety nine flat. It weighs just under the the sixteen to get into first class. And I think that's the boxes I use. These are what the heck are these? These are actually five by five by five boxes. This is this is how they come. We've shipped a bunch already. Had no breakage, so that's how they come. Jane says, "I really want a hoodie, but I don't know how it would go wearing it thrifting. I think it would be fantastic. Everyone knows you're hustling." <laughs> like I say, I I want to. Uh, I want some merch, so when I go out and I'm thrifting, I'll wear it thrifting. I'll wear it to auctions because you're you're opening up a lot of doors. You're you're a billboard then saying, "Hey, I'll buy your shit." Yeah. <laughs> you know? And to flip it, no monarch from Teespring. Yeah, I will, uh, Teespring stuff, from what I've heard, is expensive, and then. They take really, really, really long to they take, ship. I think it was Lisa C. that said it took her like six weeks, six, seven weeks to get her mug she ordered through Teespring. Yeah, like the, the one that D got, um, the es estimate ship date's the 18th, so she should get it right before Christmas. Today's like the cutoff date for for basically before Christmas, uh, uh, you know, the deliveries. Yes, it's definitely not Teespring. Uh, 
throw my link in there one more time in case anybody missed it. If anybody wants to, it's it's appreciated, but it's it's not necessary. I everyone was doing merch, so I figured what the hey. Yeah, no problem, man. To flip it, I appreciate it. I drop my email in there if anybody wants. $17 mug today only. Yeah, Scott says mugs are great to sell on Amazon. FBA told me we sell hundreds a month. On FBA, see, we do we do customs, though. Like, if somebody wanted their name, put I got to bring up my stream here so I can see what the heck I'm doing. Where is it? I lost it. Like, if somebody wanted to throw their name on here, you know, if they want it customized or whatever, we, we do that at no extra charge. So sending it into FBA would be hard to do that. I just got, we got to get it out. We got to put them on our Etsy store. We got, you know. Yeah, like if, if you made, store. If, you, if you made a couple designs and then, you know, ship them in FBA, you know, like for Valentine's Day or Mother's Day or, you know, stuff like that. He says my teespring was crappy quality too, color fading on the rim. And yeah. she you just got that just a few weeks back, right? See, we should have no color fading. Um, you should be able to run it through the dishwasher. Just me, Kathy's had hers for a while now. She says she runs it through the dishwasher almost daily or every other day or something, and it, it looks as new as when she got it. Shane wants to know if uh that he says you do any type of custom would you do cups with pictures of my dog on it yep yeah he could yeah, do anything we just, got, we just got orders yesterday for people who wanted puppy pictures we we can put anything you want on them anything you want at all the color changing originally uh jenny it'll be black and then it'll go white and then you'll see my logo really uh you know really pop and then the the handle depending on how far the how hot your cup is We'll go all the way basically to the to the full thing. I have a couple ideas of uh, something I want to do with the uh, color changing too. The color changing is cool. That that's one thing we don't have yet. I mean, we just have the only mug option is the eleven ounce white. I mean, we can change the background color, but we're not going to change the whole color of the mug. <coughs> but. The color changing ones, I actually want to maybe order those in our next order. Those are pretty cool. Shane says he's going to send you an email. Yep, cool. There you go. For it. He said, uh, Scott said you could do custom on Amazon as well. I no longer do it. Custom is a pain in the in the buttocks. But how would you do? How would you do that? How would you? I don't. I don't. Do I mean, that? you can. You can do. Um, you could do FBM and then still have the Prime uh, badge, but I believe your shipping has to be like relief. You know, you you definitely have to get it out that day. So you'd have to be either make them really quick or do it on a design that you'd have you know already kind of made up or mocked up. I Jenny wants to know how much does it cost to, to make a custom mug, like if I only wanted one or two. Um, 
It'd be 15 for each mug and then whatever the, the combined shipping would be on it. So I'm thinking yesterday that order for two. I'm trying to remember what the shipping was. I think it was like 850 for both shipped. Yeah, Scott says he does. Uh, he says with your sublimination equipment, Tommy, you can make a full time living on Amazon. That's what we do. I have been full time for five years. And then he he was saying about the FBM Prime. Amazon has a feature where people can upload their images, etc. Well, I might have to get together and talk with you on how to how to do that. I I love sublimination. It is like the best eric we're gonna uh, i'm gonna plan on going on at three uh it's eastern uh i'll set it up as soon as we're off here actually i might as well start doing it now we'll start so i'll do it now so this way people can go on Make sure I have oh. Oh, it. Schedule for later. What is this? Where'd it go? There it goes. Three o'clock. Boom. All right, the broadcast is scheduled. So anyone who isn't subscribed to me, I'll put my link in the channel and come hang out with us. Absolutely. Then I have the I have the shows on Wednesdays on my channel for anyone that's not subscribed, and I think Thursday this week too. I think I don't know if Anthony's going to be back in time for uh, for the Thursday show next week. I think he's still going to be gone. All right, uh, in a two flip it, I just sent your invoice out. And Shane, all I need is uh, um, the pictures of, of your doggies. And then I, I will invite you. I can send your invoice out. Just email me back uh, the pictures you'd want on there. And if you want any writing or anything, if you want to say anything, their names or any little phrase or anything like that, just include what you'd want on it. I appreciate the orders.
after I receive what you want on uh, on your mug, I'll, I'll send you the invoice. Might be the same price, no matter what. I'm also going to put the. Uh, I'm going to share a. Share my uh, my personal group on the entrepreneurs um, page, just in case anybody wants to join my Facebook page. Just you know, you see stuff with me, or easy to get a hold of me, you know that type of stuff. Um, basically, it's going to be like I guess my like own like page for like myself or anybody who wants to post stuff or whatever. It's like a, a every day I'm hustling group page, I guess. Um, the most pictures I can do. I'm a, Destiny just did a collage that, that had a whole bunch of pictures, but the pictures are smaller. What we're working with is a, a 3.75, so three and a quarter inch by seven inch space. That that would be the wrap. So if you if you did like if you wanted to design it yourself or whatever, see how many pictures you would put in there and how big they would look. Just go into like paint and make that your your thing and add your pictures to it and you'll see how how big they were or they'd be i mean i can put as many as you want if you want them the size of a nickel each i can put a ton on there if you want them you know a couple inches square i could get seven eight maybe Yeah, that's that's a good idea, Jenny. The hustlers hang out. At first, I was just doing it as like a, just a better way of like people communicating with me on Facebook instead of like everyone kind of being on my personal page. Cause I didn't I didn't know if I wanted my personal page to go to everyone, but then I thought about it like I don't really do anything other than resell. So <laughs> reselling is life. <laughs> That's all I do on my personal page. Yeah, it's it's basically going to start converting to that too. So the page the page that I have set up for me will probably change to a to a hustlers hangout or something like that. And Shane, I'd like if you'd be interested in kind of sharing how how you're working that. I would I would love to chat with you more. You can find me on Facebook. Uh, Instagram, email me, The Bargain Effect, Twitter. I'm on all of them. It's The Bargain Effect on all the platforms. It's really easy to find me. But I'd, I'd love to hear how you're, like the process you're you're doing. Or it's like to know more. If you're willing to share. Or even do a hangout video chat phone call. Um, I changed it, Jenny. I said, Hustlers Hangout. Come work with every day I'm hustling. Try and use that to hopefully help me in the search results versus Rick Ross. I really don't want to change my logo and my name. I mean, like my, my YouTube name. I like my YouTube I know. Name. I, I, it's cool. I love it. I love your logo and stuff. But, man, if you just search it blind on... You're so buried on YouTube. I know. I know. I, I've, I've been... 
I've been like during work hours and everything, like I've really sat back and like tried to really think of like a good combination name, like what to call myself or whatever. And I'm just having the hardest time, like, like putting two to two together where either a, it would be better in search or B I would be buried in search still. So it's like, it's like I lose. I'm just going to say bearded guy. One, two, three, four, five. It's going to be my name. So that's why everyone can find me. You'd probably come up pretty quick then. Right? I, I would hope no one would be called uh, 12345, especially at the end of that. Bearded Amazon guy, 12345. Coming soon. You find that aquarium you're picking up on Amazon? Or not Amazon, uh, eBay, on Facebook? It. I found it on Marketplace, yeah. That's cool. Dude, and it's, it, it, it comes with a, a... What the hell's the name of the filter now? I can't think of it. But we're picking up the aquarium, the stand. I think it's a... It's, it's not a huge aquarium. It's only like a 30-gallon or something. But, I mean, the, we're picking it up for 30 bucks. Oh, that's cool. And it's aquarium, the stand, it's got like all the setting stuff and it's coming with all the like care products, the water conditioners, the uh, ooh, it's got nets, the the siphon vacuum for cleaning the bottom, and the filter, I can't remember the name of the filter, but the filter itself sells for eighty nine bucks. Used nice. <laughs> you know. It's an external, it's not the type of filter that hangs on your tank, it's goes underneath and like shoot. Can't pass that up. Sales and sales says I should be called uh, Line Beard. I actually messaged uh, the people that make Line Tamer to see if uh, I can possibly get a wholesale deal or a uh, or uh, a sponsorship because I sponsor their products. It's worth a shot. Either that or because th that that product is only made in the UK and it's distributed over here. So the, I had actually running low on it and I actually had to look for it. And there's only two places I can find it. One's on Amazon for nine ninety nine, and uh, I think Walmart like another had it on there for sixteen ninety nine, and then I, eBay had it for twelve something. So. Mm -hmm. I need to get some cheaper, cheaper prices. I'm trying to get direct. I order, order a pallet of it and just sit on it for the rest of my life. Figure out the worst case scenario. Maybe they'll send me some free samples. <laughs> I'm so cheap. There you go. No, but I mean, if they would, if they would send me some products and stuff, and it was actually good, I would totally tell them about it. Especially if I threw it in the beard. A lion tamer has a special spot in my heart and in my beard, of course. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a, that's what I'm trying to do. See, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna see if I can get the you know wholesale agreement with them or something, so I can put on Amazon. Because if you, I went on the Amazon site and there's only one FBA seller of it, and uh, the other person was from the UK, I, I guess you know just a third, another third party seller. And they were cheaper, but you know, I have to wait like a week or three weeks. It said one week to three weeks for it to come in because it's coming international. So, um, 
Yeah. I thought I paid the log for just because I got it at you know my uh, at the you know place I got my beard trimmed and my haircut, but it really wasn't that much more. I paid fourteen ninety nine for it, so I thought it was like some crazy price, like an extra ten bucks. Because my person who trimmed me up probably made a commission. She probably made a couple bucks, but boy, it's expensive. It's good stuff, but I love it. Okay, so I think I'm going to have to get running out of here. These aquariums. It's this aquarium. I told the lady I'd be there on time, so I don't want to be late. So, uh, you got anything else, Nate? Uh, hang out is scheduled 3 Eastern, and we're also doing another one on Saturday, which I'll schedule either during the hangout or after, just to see what everyone is going to be like, you know, if they have time or not. But uh, come hang out. It's fun. We get some work done. We have some laughs. You know, if you guys have any questions and stuff, bring them. I'll answer as much as I can. I love helping people and talking, so come hang out. All right, cool, cool. All right, we're going to shut her down. Like I say, today, if I receive an order for a t what this TV mug by midnight, I will set, do it $17 shipped. So just email thebargaineffect at gmail.com. And with that, we'll get out. Probably catch you all later, I'm sure. Everybody have a great day, productive sales, and wish everybody well.